The roar of the fuel-injected, turbocharged ATV cut through the stillness of the desert. What little life remained in the godforsaken wasteland scurried and ran at the sight and sound of it and the figures who rode upon it. One was a man. Once upon a time, his name had been Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that was still his name. <laughs> Brock's attire was all black, piecemeal, tattered and stained from the hard journey he had endured. Dark glasses and a bandana labeled UFC covered his face. Strapped across his back were two katanas. Affixed on the back of the ATV was a wire mesh box, where sat a stoic German shepherd. He also wore dark sunglasses and a UFC bandana. The tag on the dog collar read, Bark Lesnar. An old decrepit road sign appeared in the distance a pitiful reminder of the world that once was. In faded letters, it read, Welcome to New York State. Gone for 40 years and the whole world goes to hell, Brock thought to himself. <laughs> We're close, boy, he said to Bark. Bark gave a short woof of approval. Dusk fell as Brock and Bark arrived at their destination. The New York State Capitol Building Brock took a second to admire the Romanesque revival architecture of the building. Though fallen into disrepair, it still was a magnificent structure. Shame will probably have to burn it down, said Brock. <laughs> a steady rain began to fall. They made their way up the stairs and through the building without incident. Turning a corner, a long hallway stretched out in front of them. A glow of light emanated from under a door at the end of the hall. Cautiously, Brock and Bark made their way towards it. Before he could turn the handle, a voice on the other side said, Come in! Come in! I've been expecting you! The voice was familiar and strange. Perhaps it possessed a soul once, but now it was... something else. Brock turned the knob and walked in. A high-backed office chair obscured the occupant. On a large wooden desk was a nameplate that read T3D President. <laughs> the chair leisurely turned to reveal Teddy Roosevelt. Or, rather, some ungodly amalgamation of the 26th President of the United States and man-made machinery. Cybernetic eyes peered at Brock and Bark. Bark began to growl. I believe you're here to observe me, is that correct? I am, said Brock. Why? Since my reanimation and cybernetic enhancements, I've become more efficient in every way. I no longer need a cabinet, a staff, or a senate, house of representatives, or a supreme court, said Brock. Yes, shouted T3D, springing to his feet. I am smarter, more efficient, and stronger than ever! I'm literally as strong as a bull moose! T3D exclaimed, lifting the desk above his head. A flash of lightning revealed two cybernetic arms. T3D slammed the desk down, put his hands on his hips, and smiled a big toothy grin, very happy with his show of strength. Impressive, said Brock. Did you know, 
I stopped the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania 30. The smile disappeared from T3D's face. I'm done talking, said Brock. It's time to step into the arena. <laughs> okay. Whoa, yeah. You know what it means. Welcome to the Brock to God. It's your boy, Cameron, and this is Aaron and Sean. We have a great question from a longtime listener, Greg from Albany, New York. He says, hello, Brock to God podcast. I'll make it short and sweet. How many times out of 10 do you think Brock could win against a cybernetic Teddy Roosevelt? Brock has two katanas and a German shepherd a la Will Smith in I Am Legend. All the best. Love the show. Greg from Albany. So this is this is the question then. Do the cybernetics effectively like resurrect prime TR? Or does this is it like a superpowered machine with Teddy Roosevelt's mind? So he's been reanimated. So I believe this is some sort of clone. Okay. My mind was thinking like the the cyborg from Teen Titans. You know what I mean? Like kind of like half yeah. man, half machine. Like he's yeah. a man, but he has some robot parts. Exactly. Yeah, it's that kind of situation. If it's that kind of thing, he's got to be stronger than regular Teddy. That's what concerns me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, regular Teddy's no chump, too. He was able to defeat the Parks and Rec system. (laughs) Also corrupt Tammany Hall of New York City. (laughs) He broke Grover Cleveland's undefeated streak. Uh, As far as physical feats go, you should understand that Teddy Roosevelt was an accomplished and determined boxer in college. He never, like, won a championship or, like, was awesome. But people were just extremely impressed by how absurdly tough he was. Yes. He loved football when he was at Harvard, wanted to help grow it into America's game. Just anything with physical exertion. He was known for going out on these huge, elaborate, like, dozen-mile walks just to clear his mind. Yeah. Or going out and rowing for dozens of miles in a rowboat because he felt like it. Uh, In his biography, it read that he was so excited after the woman that he loved agreed to marry him, he did not sleep for three days. He was just awake. <laughs> he was the most intense he would be that ever lived. He just he just lied in his bed for three days, eyes wide open, just like, ah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he was like up and doing stuff. Uh, he also had debilitating asthma as a kid, which yes. is what drove him to all this stuff, to try to beat it. Yes. And at one point, his parents were like, we don't know what else to do with you. And so they started giving him cigars, hoping that that would make his breathing stronger. <laughs> So this and is, it worked. I don't think they did that. I'm sure that like a 1900s doctor prescribed that. Like, here, try these. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so that's Teddy Roosevelt. No, this guy sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, he was a human being like all of us. He he had his flaws, did some shady <laughs> stuff to establish the Panama Canal. Yeah. Um, he famously liked wars so much. Mm-hmm. He kept trying to start one yes. in every governmental position he had. He was just a mailman. Like he would be like yeah. chairman. He was of secretary the, of the navy, exactly. Or vice secretary of the navy, one of those. Which is wild because he had absolutely zero naval experience besides no, yeah. writing books about the navy and wanting yeah. to kill things. And yeah. That was somehow enough at the time. We should give this guy the job. He just wrote the book "Boats Float on Water." <laughs> By George, he's right. Yeah, he was. He was not above underhanded tactics. By any means. Yeah, you know when Franz Ferdinand got killed, he was like, dang it, I wish I would have thought of that. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
here's a fun story. While he was in Albany as like a state representative or something, the people there hated him because like he's like he's in his twenties and he's like this go getter guy trying to get things done. The old the old guard hates him. And he heard about this prank that they had planned. <laughs> Sean, you you know this? This prank that they had planned to like roll him up in a carpet and like, I don't know, kick him like or light it on fire. Kick, like do something like <laughs> prank. Roll him up in tames. a rug. Yeah, yeah. And so he like found the ringleader or something. <laughs> and he's like, now you listen here. You can try whatever you want to try. But if you try to put me in a rug, I'll fight you. I'll kick you in the face. I'll kick you in the balls. But you're not going to put me in a rug. <laughs> Just the fact that one of the presidents of the United States once said verbatim, by God, I'll kick you in the balls. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like probably even... a plaque in the White House. <laughs> it should be. That explains why our, our 12th Amendment is no more pranks with carpets. <laughs> I always thought that was a little specific now i get the history of it the background yeah it, it reveals a lot the 31st amendment seriously kamala i'm telling you stop parking in my spot it's not funny <laughs> i told you to stay out and i mean it sincerely uh america i am making an executive order can the president like how far do executive orders go i mean are you within your rights like, if he wanted to, could President Biden just, like, executive order that a Pizza Hut be built on the White House lawn? Maybe. Or does it have to go through legal <laughs> channels? It would probably be a huge security risk. <laughs> what are you? What are the words you Can just you? Googled? Can you put a Pizza Hut in the White House? <laughs> yeah, but I did, I did quotation marks, so it would be more accurate results. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I said, can you executive order anything? No, the Pizza Hut thing's off the table. Uh... You could not order, just so we're clear, you could not order a Pizza Hut be built on the White House lawn, but you could, like, make the Marine Corps attack a Pizza Hut if you <laughs> wanted to badly enough. Like, if they messed up your order, you'd be within your rights. As far as this cybernetics thing go, can we all agree, just so we have ground rules, that this is not just another Teddy Roosevelt? He is, like, half-man, half-machine Teddy Roosevelt, so he's effectively, like, super yeah, yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yes. yeah. Teen that, Titan Cyborg. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cam, does he have any, like, blasters or anything? I like to imagine that he has a, uh, like, one of his cybernetic arms transforms into a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Brock's, like, on the way in. Hey, Brock, and come here. comes up behind come him. Come here. Come here. Come right over here. <laughs> yeah. What? He's speaking softly. Why don't you come over here, Brock? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it like literally says on it like big stick <laughs> as i as the least informed i'm just gonna go ahead and say that brock beats cybernetic teddy roosevelt seven times out of ten two katanas and a dog is huge that's true yeah i think that most of this one comes down to bark actually like having a german shepherd <laughs> attack you during a fist fight or at a sword fight even brock has two swords and cybernetic ted's just strong I, I don't i don't i don't think he can like kick the dog away i don't think he can get away from the dog i think brock just takes a few clean stabs to the stomach and teddy roosevelt's done he's history well it kind of depends on what part of teddy is cybernetic I, in my mind it's like half man half machine then it's like one arm one really strong leg maybe his heart and his like his skull is metal you know what i mean uh-huh if that's the case he's doing a lot better 
Because now he's got a metal skull to protect his brain. You can't yeah. stab him in the heart, because that's metal. He's got a really strong leg, which means he could jump super high. And a super strong arm. He's way less worried about the dog. Yeah. If we're going with that, and I think that's a fair description of cybernetics. Brock's going half and half here. Like, he's just used to fighting normal humans. Like, he's never punched something made out of metal. Well, no, that's that we know of before. <laughs> just like the self-kiosk thing at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Touch screen doesn't work. <laughs> to the death. Hang on, ma'am. I'm going to get you out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you can take my order once you're free. He's <laughs> <laughs> fighting the drive through menu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put a number on it. Yeah. I say Brock wins this one four times out of ten. Wow. Four? Under five? Wow. Four. That might be the lowest number I've ever given Brock on the show. I'm I'm going to be a little more optimistic and say six times out of ten. I think he comes out over it, but you know, Teddy's a go getter. Do you think Do you think cybernetic Teddy is the strongest cybernetic president? Mm. I think he's got to be. I think he's got to be. I mean, I think cybernetic Andrew Jackson is just like really efficiently racist. Like he makes like a spreadsheet. <laughs> Wouldn't this kind of end up like? Would this be like Transformers, where like they just live forever, and instead of like Autobots, Decepticons, we have like the Democratic Republicans and the Whigs transforming? <laughs> That's perfect. Into stagecoaches. <laughs> <laughs> instead of Starscream, we'd have like Horse Clunker. <laughs> oh no, Robo Obama. <laughs> Force Core. <laughs> Four score. We choose to go to the moon because we can fly there in 15 minutes. Because it is cool and it is not hard. I am not a car. Okay, guys. How about this? How about this? Brock Lesnar versus the animated Hall of Presidents from Disney. If all of them just suddenly gain consciousness, can Brock Lesnar defeat all those? So like the uh, animatronics? Yes, the animatronics. It's like the same, the exact same metal. Like they're not like juiced up in any way. Uh, okay. They just get the souls of the presidents yes. that they're supposed to inhabit. Um, oh gosh! Can Brock Lesnar beat forty-five or forty-six? This is the best question we've ever had on the show. That's awesome. Okay, I think they put Biden in there at this point. Where does he start? Is he at the entrance and he has to fight his way through the gauntlet, or is he like he, he, in between Garfield and no, Roosevelt, I, right in the middle? No, I want I want to say it's not at the Hall of Presidents. It's the entire Magic Kingdom. So like he steps off the ferry and there are 46 oh. presidents scattered throughout the park. They can work together. Oh. They they can like kind of like go one by one in different rides if they want. Oh my gosh. They could just be anywhere. The entire park is the playground. Yeah. Oh my god. I like to think Brock is such an advanced political strategist. He just like <laughs> waits for them to split into like hyperpartisan factions, factions yeah. and destroy each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, James K. Polk is going to be like, what the heck is a Republican? (laughs) (laughs) Robo Biden is just explaining to Robo William Henry Harrison what an electric car is. (laughs) But William Henry Harrison's like still hung up on electricity. (laughs) (laughs) JFK is like snooping around the princess castle. I hear this is where they're at. (laughs) (laughs) She was living with seven other men. (laughs) there's like audible gasps when FDR stands up out of his wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he would arguably be the most dangerous. Yeah. What, what, so, he's the only one on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just zooming around at 50 miles an hour because he has a That's motor. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I would, so whole park, 46 presidents, Brock Lesnar gets a baseball bat. A Louisville slugger. A wooden one? Yeah. That's not lasting all 46. He's got to use that no. wisely. I think Brock just like, he, whenever he kills the first president, like he picks a big guy and he just like punches in through his arms and starts wearing that president walking around the park as armor. <laughs> I think the biggest danger to Brock is going to be guys like Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, and yeah. Grant and yeah. like the military guys. Yeah, That's yeah, going to yeah. be a problem. They're going to start organizing. Yeah, if they start organizing too, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, Brock does that. They're also very loud. They're incredibly slow. Some of them would be horrified <laughs> by the sound of a flushing toilet, given their time period. I just, I don't think that those exact robots would be very strong. Like, I feel, I feel like no. he just gets his hands on them and rips them, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That being said, it's still 46 things made out of metal trying to hurt him. I say Brock eight times out of 10. That feels about right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. For Night of the Living Executive Branch. <laughs> Night of the Living Fed. I, oh, that one's so much ah, better. Yeah. <laughs> that one's so much yeah, better. Yeah. As Grover Cleveland dies, he just says, like, congratulations, 47. <laughs> That's a little known fact, is if you kill all 46 presidents in the Hall of Presidents, you become president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People you get forget a, you, that. You get a little power ring like the Green Lantern. Yeah. If you flip the Constitution over, it's on the other side, but they framed it so no one ever sees. You just have to, like, pour lemon juice on it and get a, a hair dryer. Dad, we have to get to Orlando. <laughs> if Nicolas Cage became president. Don't joke uh, like that. Not in today's world. Do not joke. Happen, I man. don't want him to get the idea. Mr. Cage, I know you're a big fan of the show. You're welcome to come on anytime. Please do not run for the highest office in the land. <laughs> All right, that's another episode of The Broctagon. Join us next week. We have legendary MLB veteran umpire Joe West coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book. See you next time. <laughs>